Ooh, what a rush. You should say what a radio show. Ooh, what a radio show. That's better. I like that. Welcome to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I am the most electrifying man in all of Conroe Radio, the Captain Joey Savage. Sitting next to me, my tag team partner, my heterosexual life partner, the talent Corey D. L. Listen to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Station Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio or check us out at NerdThugRadio.com. Yeah. NerdThugWrestling is back. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're going every other week now. Yeah, like we've not, taken... Not by choice. Uh, you know, I was very ill a couple weeks or No, I think you were on ago, vaca- a vac- month ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. ill, so we didn't do it. And then... Last week, we these storms that have been coming through the Houston area knocked power out, and so I was like, "Uh, what do we do?" Uh, studio was down. Studio was down, and so, but we're back, and it's perfect timing because the state of the WWE is awful, awful. I, it's it's <laughs> in flux, man. I, it is so terrible right now. Uh, on on the wrestling report on Sports Map, the weekly write up I do for them about the WWE, I. I did not hold back. I think this has nor, been... Nor should you hold back, sir. I think the wild card week has been awful. We're going to talk more about wild card week. We've got a special interview coming up with a longtime friend of the show, the next segment. Uh, we'll touch on some uh, independent stuff going on, hopefully. But let's get down to, to tactics here. Yeah. Let's talk about the awfulness <laughs> what I, <laughs> that is going on in, in WWE right now. It. I didn't understand this entire week of programming. Every gonna, single match. You, I'm going to give you some backstory. You, you okay. go ahead and tell me okay. your your thoughts. Though. Okay. Every single match. I literally, as I was watching it, and I'm and I I sit there and I kind of write my notes and then I turn it into the report. I was like, "What are they doing? What is this? What is going what is, on? What is this? What is that?" And basically, it was the same six people on both shows. Right. Right. Uh, and then on top of that, a lot of those people, the, some of those people at least, they don't really have big matches in Money in the Bank. So I didn't I didn't understand like okay, yes, yeah, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles have a match for the championship. Okay, yep, great. Yep. So I got that ta- I understood the tag match there. That's that's traditional WWE challengers. That's just traditional wrestling period. Yeah. The two rivals have to fight a tag match together and coexist long enough to make I, I that happens every week. Yeah. Um so here here's the bright spot. Okay. okay. All right. The Seth Rollins AJ Styles thing is is looking good. Kobe Kingston as champion is looking good. Looking really good. Becky Two Belts is looking great. Man. Uh, also where was Charlotte this week? Um that, we'll touch on that. Okay. Um I think these vignettes they're doing with uh, Bray Wyatt are getting creepier every week. I love them. And they're getting uh, awesome. I love them. Here's the problem though. The show is complete trash. It's a mess. The rest of it. It's a mess. Um so okay, here's the uh here's the backstory. Apparently there is a there was a big push over the weekend where Fox, you know, we're going they're going to Fox. Yes, Smackdown. Smackdown is going to uh, a Fox separate and channel. USA both now want WWE to get rid of the brand split. What? For whatever reason they want them to get rid of the brand split. They want to see, you know, Look at it, like Fox. They want WWE, right? They want SmackDown. Well, they don't, they don't want half the roster. They want the whole thing. Now the, the USA is like, yeah, well, we want the whole thing. Well, um, yeah. If okay, here's okay. If WWE says yes to one, they have to say yes to both. Right. So that they, is, I agree with that part. So I think this was their attempt to try to like, hey, we're not going to brand split, but we're going to do a wild card thing. So you never know who could appear on both shows. Uh, it was dumb. It, it was it, it was completely stupid. Well, first of all, 
Vince McMahon, who has been great at selling every bit he's ever done, um, completely missed the ball. He on just this needs one. to go. It was bad. It was he bad. He just needs to go. Well, listen, he knows what he's doing. Typically, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him full credit that in the ring he's really adopted a great persona, and I'm not. Yeah, gonna the Vince McMahon character is great, right. but they have. But but this week it it missed. It missed completely this week. Well, they had a writer uh, on the Raw home team quit this week. They let go of a uh, road rider, I think, this week. Um, and so, like, they, they changed some stuff up. So, the hiring? Or did you put in an application? I, I, yeah, I tried. I hit up some buddies <laughs> and I said, look, I know what I'm doing. Uh, but, you know, I, yeah, it, it's down. And so, like, and here's the thing. I want to touch on them being down, okay? Um, agree with me, yes or no here. Twitter has become the voice of fans for anything now. Would you, would you say that's pretty accurate? No, but people think it is. But I mean, Twitter is a is a place you've got followers. You can go on the Twitter, whether you bash something or you're a keyboard warrior. Twitter has now created a what I would call an open forum for for anyone to give their yes yes their yes thoughts yes. for everyone to see right yeah that is yes. their forum they can, they can be on it yes so with Raw being as bad as it has been and SmackDown and, and whatnot, people are on Twitter and I follow a lot of wrestling. Uh, wrestlers themselves, uh, wrestling personalities, wrestling fans, a lot of those type of people, and, and that's kind of what spurned the show. Is like, hey, there's a lot of people out there that want just this. Yeah, absolutely. And I had this one, uh, this one person that I follow, and, and she made the comment. She's like, "I'm really tired of people hating on WWE. If you just hate it so much, just don't watch it." Which is a listen. I kind Which of is ag- a I, valid I kind point, of agree with but that. At the same time, listen, okay, ooh, at the same point. If something like Raw comes on Mondays, it is three hours long. Right. As a as a fan, if you're going to invest three hours of your day, there's 24 hours in a day. You work eight hours a day. This is an eighth of your time. It's 15, right. It's Th- like 12 percent. This is a this three hours on a Monday night uh, every single week is a commitment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you're taking that three hours because you want to be entertained and you are no longer being entertained, yeah, um, you have every right to go and and share your opinion. Everyone can have Listen, anybody who's a fan, or even if you're not a fan, if you if you have an opinion, there's nothing wrong with sharing it. Now, who places what value on it is the conversation to have. Right. But you're free to give an opinion. And, you know, I, I talked on the sports show uh, yesterday. Uh, I was getting annoyed by the, the fans of the Astros who don't know the rules. You know, again, they have their right to, you know. Yeah, they have the right, but it does. They're it does out, wrong, but. It does out their their level of understanding, but they are free to say whatever they want. Well, you know, when the when the ratings are down and been at some of the lows that they have been, um, these fans are not wrong. There's, there's something going on. Something has to happen. Something has to change, um, especially when you have in less than 30 days, you have All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing coming on. Um, you've got stuff like uh, Impact branching out. You've got New Japan coming to Texas here shortly. I mean, these other promotions are starting to push themselves into the mainstream, mm-hmm. and WWE has always been the top dog. Right. And if you want to continue to be the top dog, you're going to have to do something different because now, what you're doing it hasn't been working of late. Here's where I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. You cannot. Um, <laughs> Moving on. So back to me. No, no here's no, what, here, what I'm going to say ahead. is. Go ahead. You ha- you're entitled to your own opinion. That's right. Thank you. Uh, what I'm going to say is All Elite is in, as much as we've been hyping because we are excited about it, and it Very is a big excited. deal. It is a huge deal. But it's not going to threaten WWE's not position. Yet. Not yet. Yeah, not I mean, yet. It, it's, it's potentially two to four years away from threatening the WWE's position. Like, maybe it, maybe it can eat away at the ratings. But, like, let's say they partner with 
let's say they're on uh, versus or something. You know what I'm talking? Like they're gonna be on TNT. They they haven't signed a deal yet. They're gonna be on TNT. They might be, but if they let's say they don't sign TNT, let's say they wind up on a satellite network. Let's say they wind up somewhere between channel 300 and 450. Okay. They're gonna. I mean, on their best day, they're gonna get between 800 thousand to two and a half million viewers, which is a lot for a cable channel. But it's not anything that threatens the WWE. That doesn't threaten the WWE. See, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not quite sure just yet what the impact is going to be because it's been since WCW made a huge push back in what ninety five. Right, there's there hasn't been a contender. Right, there hasn't been. You're right, uh, and that, that's what I'm saying. There hasn't been a real contender. I wouldn't even say Impact was ever a real contender. No, I wouldn't either. Um, but what what I do think is different is I think the social media movement. I um, mean, how big of a play social media is now having on, you know, impacting not just wrestling, but everything. Right. Um, now you have this uh, this new All Elite Wrestling coming in, um, even with New Japan and Ring of Honor getting bigger. Like they have gotten bigger because of the social media game. Um, so when when All Elite Wrestling does hit or whatever, you know, whatever deal they sign, uh, I'm not sure what kind of impact it's going to have because I've never seen a, a new promotion that could possibly threaten anybody with the big social media push. So, I mean, I, it, it's it's easy for you to say, like, okay, if they end up on, uh, you know, what if versus, yeah, yeah, they might have big numbers. Or will they? Or, or, you know, what if they go on versus, but then also add a streaming service, or they go on versus and then they add But that's what I'm saying. Like, it that. doesn't... Like, a streaming it hasn't service... hasn't been done yet. That, no, it, it hasn't, hasn't been, been but yet, a streaming so service, I don't think, takes away from the people who are... you got to think, a lot of the people who are tuning into WWE, and I don't know the stereotypes here, I'm not trying to stereotype, but a lot of the people who are tuning in they're not gonna. They're not gonna go sit in front of their. Li- it's like it's like well, we talk about a lot. No, they are. That's the, part of the, the part hardcore of the, wrestlers will. Part of the but issue. like the casual WWE fan who spends the fifty dollars to go see Raw when it comes to Kentucky, they're not gonna jump on the on the streaming service to watch All Elite. They're gonna keep going because Stone Cold used to be the best, and Roman Reigns is kind of like him, and that's sort of you know, that's, that, might your, that might be your your older generation. But part of the reason the ratings are dropping is because the new fans aren't coming. Well, it's not that. It's because the show is so much crap filler, I want to say. Yeah, Um, People are, because WWE utilizes uh, YouTube as well, uh, people are not watching the the Raw and SmackDown. They're just catching the highlights. They're just going to the next day to YouTube and watching the highlights because that's all I care about. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So, I mean, look, numbers are are going down. Uh, It's no, no lie. And they're going to have to find a way to start bringing people back in because, look, it's a snowball effect, right? Yes. They don't, if, they don't, if they don't make it a, a, a serious thing now and they just let it go, then, you know, right, next when all the, when Double Nothing comes out, you know, this month, nothing huge drastic might happen. But over time, it's going to slowly start to uh, decimate a little bit. And if they don't watch themselves, when that two-year mark hits, when all the wrestling gets big, they could be in some serious trouble. It'd be great for us as wrestling fans. It'd be another war, right? Exactly. Um, but for WWE, if they want to avoid that, they're going to have to to start making some changes now. I think. Uh, but we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back. We have an interview coming up with a longtime friend of the show. Go know where you're listening to NTW, aka Nerd Thug Wrestling. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. 
On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You didn't even let me like say. You pointed. I was ready. I don't. I don't yeah, but I gotta say, you know, yeah. joined by. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we told you guys we had a special guest coming on the show today, and I want to introduce you now, a long time friend of the show, the reality of wrestling heavyweight champion, ruthless Ryan Davidson. What is going on, brother? Boss man, it is uh, great to have you guys invite me back onto the show for for a time being, man. Long time coming, but uh, yeah, big fan of Nerd Thug Radio, so uh, it's good to be back. Yes, the third time we've uh, we've had you uh, in some form of interview. First time though on the new Nerd Thug Wrestling show. So that's true. We uh, you know and yeah, we want to say thank you for being on. So RD, you know we go way back to when we first started the show. You know three years ago we interviewed you uh, at Summer uh, Summer Champions. Mm-hmm. I think two you, at the time. Yeah, I believe so. You guys were okay. y'all were our first really. I'm gonna say big get. So we've been kind of following you and your uh, your independent career since then and so it's really cool to see you now as the the man the man you're yeah. like you're like me of nerd thug radio oh, like, i am the man the oh. captain of nerd thug radio now you are the man of reality of wrestling i i i didn't yeah. ryan i'm sorry i didn't realize you were the old big-headed liar Corey, of the group sh- champions are talking you just <laughs> take, champion take the, back. oh my lord it really, it really all depends on who you ask it that, all depends on who you ask <laughs> and uh <laughs> becoming the uh the heavyweight champion that makes you uh the first uh, grand, what is it? Grand champion, Grand Slam, Grand Slam yeah. champion for the row. Grand, yeah, man, that was um, that was that was a big surprise to me, man. Uh, I was on the fact that um, you know when I when I won the heavyweight title that I was told that uh, hey, you know, we got by you know it was actually Brad Gilmore, one half of the commentary team. He told me he came up to me and he goes, hey man, congrats. He's like, you know, you're our first ever Grand Slam champion. And I go, wait, what? He's like, yeah, like you, you're a Grand Slam champ. Like no one's done that. And I thought about it for a second. I go, holy crap! I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because I've won, uh, I won the television title like back when like ROW like first started or whatever. And then I was tag champs with uh, Alex Reigns twice as Team Death Bear. I love and Team Death Bear. I was just the Texas champion, and uh, you know Moonshine Man got the better of me that night, and then I pretty much pulled a Chris Jericho. And uh, pretty much <laughs> finagled my way into the battle royal, and Boom. Uh, yeah, walked out the heavyweight champ, man. So way to turn a negative into a positive, man. That's pretty much life, right? So, yeah, man. It's, it's it's cool. You you outlasted twenty other or nineteen other superstars, I should say, in a battle royale to become the yeah, heavyweight man. champion. Um, so what's it yeah, looking man. like for you on on the horizon? Like, who's the first challenger? You going to be one of those like fighting champs, or are you just going to be like Chris Jericho and not want to fight anybody? Whoa, Chris Jericho no, fights man. people. I, I think I I think I've kind of painted the uh, I think I've kind of painted the realm of the fact that I bring the fight out of anybody, man. I mean, I'm not gonna be one of these guys that like, oh, you know, only book me for the big gigs, which I understand business wise. But nah, man, I'm taking on all comers, man. I, I returned to Japan at the uh, you know at the end of the year, and uh, you know I want to make sure that. I uh, have a lot of good momentum going back uh, to the Far East, you know, everything, man. So I'm looking forward to that and other international tours I got coming up uh, that I'll announce, you know, later down the line. But uh, but right now, enjoying the 
the moment and uh, enjoying the opportunity of facing some really good talent at Reality Wrestling as the heavyweight champ, man. It's uh, it's a it's a heck of an honor, dude. This is the biggest year of Reality Wrestling yet, man. Of doing business with uh, you know WWE and uh, you know we have a big show with uh, joining with Impact yep. on July July seventh, I believe. I believe it's July sixth, July seventh. And, uh, you know, we're doing a show with them. We actually just announced we're getting ready to do uh, a big show for the Dynamo, the Houston Dynamo. Yep. Oh, Chavo. Uh, yep. Are you going yeah, to not use so... your hands in that show? What's that? Are you going to not use your hands in that show in honor of the Dynamo? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, throw, I throw an okay headbutt. It might be all right. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goes. But, uh, but I'm really excited, man. It just goes to show that the product's growing and the company's growing. And it's it's not just me. It's. Uh, you know, all the hard work and consistency from, you know, the men and women that have been in reality wrestling for a minute and the newcomers that come in, man. And uh, I'm the guy leading the charge, man. So um, it's uh, it's an honor, and I'm looking forward to it. That's so, very true, man. It's, it's very well-deserving you becoming the heavyweight champion. You know, again, congrats on that. Uh, but, yeah, you are kind of – now you're you're the man. You're the you're the uh, face of, of the company as a heavyweight champion. Um, and it is pretty cool. I mean, I think you guys doing this show with uh, Impact, is, is it's a huge deal. This this is it's probably yeah. the biggest thing that you that the Reality Wrestling has done to date. Um, what what's what, what's the the emotions going on? like? You're gonna get a lot of exposure uh, when that happens. Um, is everybody kind of like stepping up their game in the in the back? They're all trying to like get ready because they're you know they're gonna be they're gonna be front and center now, and it's gonna be really cool to see. Yeah, you know that's that's the thing, man. I I think stepping up the game that's something that we do every month because it's always um, you know pro wrestling. You know, it's you're only a- as good as your last at bat, pretty much, if we want to put baseball terms into it. So it's no different when it comes to the shows of reality wrestling. And, you know, if you look back through the history of comparing one year to the next year, every year we get better. You know, some years it might be a large amount, some years it might be a little bit, but we get better and better every year. 2019 is the biggest year because we do have the, you know, inter, the big interpromotion matchups between Impact and Reality Wrestling. We are doing stuff with the local sports teams and we're getting way more exposure on Fight and YouTube and all these other different realms and platforms. And uh, once again, I'm the guy leading the charge, man. It's awesome. And, you know, I don't know who I'm going to face from the Impact roster. Uh, I've been in the ring with uh, All Ego Ethan Page, I've been in the ring with uh, Fala Ba. Uh, I'm getting ready to actually have a match coming up against Josh Alexander, who's Ethan Page's tag partner at Impact. I've done plenty of shows with guys like Sammy Callahan and others that are Impact, Brian Cage. So I know all those guys personally. I've been in the ring with most of them. So I'm pretty well prepared for whoever they want to throw at me uh, from Impact roster, man. And uh, I know I can speak for everyone. But we're really looking forward to doing business with them. Yeah, I'm looking so. forward to seeing uh, that, that crossover show as well. Can I make a suggestion for who you fight? Who? Yeah, sure. Come on. Let's who, do it. Whoever's the women's champ, and then you collect <laughs> another belt. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Don't got to twist my arm for a good time. Oh, man, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, the women are getting pretty good. Like I don't know. I'm just that's, saying. That's not a shoe-in. No, I'm not saying it's a shoe-in. That's, that's I'm just saying challenge the women's champ because you want to take her belt, and then if you win – You'll set a new record that no one at ROW can ever beat because they have to go to Impact to win the women's <laughs> title. Oh man! Very, you know that's the way that logic is. That's actually really smart. Plus, you know that's kind of be like a, a tribute to Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I'd be kind of pulling the Andy Kaufman right. So there. just wear so, a singlet I mean, that's, that's a, a solid color like Andy used to, and then just be like, I'll smart. challenge any woman. I might have to. 
I might have to politic my way into doing that. I don't know how that'd work out, but I'll sure give it a shot. Listen, if any of them say anything, you tell them Corey DLG said it's okay. <laughs> you got it, man. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Hey, so we got about you know four or five minutes left here, RD. Um, we know you very well, but for people who are just now tuning into this new Nerd Thug Wrestling show um, may want to get to know RD a little bit better. So let, I'm going to ask you a few questions, um, and this is kind of you know a little throw you through the ringer here. So prepare yourself. Yeah, are you sure. ready? Um, go ahead. I'm uh, taking a deep breath. <sighs> All right, let's and go. Exhale. If you had to pick one person to be like your dream match, alive or dead, doesn't matter which one, who would that be? Uh, dream match, I'm going to have to say three. Uh, two of them are alive. One of them passed away, unfortunately. So it'd be uh, Rey Mysterio, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Chris Benoit. Yeah, okay. man. I You know, when you said Benoit, like, I'm just in my mind now, I'm, I'm imagining you versus him in the ring. Like, are you prepared to take that flying headbutt off the top rope? I was just thinking that. Uh, Benoit scares the ever-living crap out of me, so I don't know if I'd be prepared for anything. But he, I just know in the fact that, in my mind, he's the most uh, aggre- uh, aggressive and intense wrestler I've ever seen in the ring, and I feel like uh, you know going to toe-to-toe with a guy with that talent, it, you know, it's a shame to pass away the way he did and everything like that, but uh, he's definitely one of the definitely regardless. And, uh, you know, really, Rey Mysterio, that's a guy – that's a guy that I could I could do anything with, and just uh, I'm kind of crazy in the fact that I just love taking high flying moves. So all all I would want to do is just take all the Ray Mysterio's offense. That's really all that would be. <laughs> so, it's funny to me that and you. Then, uh, oh, sorry, it's funny to me that you're that that you're a large Ray Mysterio fan. Like I don't. He's you're not a real wrestling fan. No, I, I I am. I get what you're saying, like the aerial and all that. But like he fits so poorly in with like what they currently are doing on WWE that I almost feel bad for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ray, you know, he's, he's had a journey, man. I mean, I think they just said it a couple of days ago, you know, we're recording this, uh, you know, what, uh, May 8th. I think it was like a couple of days, like maybe May 3rd or 4th or whatever that they announced that like it's 30 years in the business. It's crazy. Well, he's been 30 Since he was like 16 yeah. or 14, I think, you know, so he's got a, a lot of wear and tear but you know the thing is though man is that you know luckily with the way that you know uh medical science has been you know just advancing and everything and stem cells and stuff like that because he's had a lot of stem cell work on his knees and stuff like that he's basically rejuvenated his knees and everything and uh ddp yoga helps that's true injuries are a part of the game man but for the fact this guy's been doing that type of style for so long i don't think anyone could ever there there can never be another ray mysterio so in my mind he's he's the greatest of all all time when it comes to that realm of high flying and everything. And like I said, I just love his style. One of my favorite matches is uh, him and Kurt Angle from SummerSlam 02. So if I can if I can pretty much do a carbon copy of that match at some point <laughs> in my career with Rey Mysterio, It'd be I'd, I'd die a happy man. It'd be great. And then, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi, hey, man, that speaks for himself, man. He's 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 one of the greatest in my, in my mind. So sitting in the ring with him would be an honor for sure. All right, last question before we jump out of here. Where is, because you, you, you've been around, uh, you've been in this independent scene for a long time. We've talked before, know some of the places you've yep. wrestled in. Where is the weirdest place that you've wrestled a match in? Oh, man. Uh, so, I've, oh, man, I've, there's so many from, like, rolling rinks to, like, the <laughs> middle of, like, Walmarts to parking lots to everything like that. Like, there's been a lot of, like, weird places. Uh, I've wrestled in churches, like, literally, like, in the middle of, like, a church, like, Alway. I've wrestled in so many different things. But 
just to answer your question, I, I would have to say the weirdest thing would be where I broke in in wrestling, and uh, that would be in the side of the freeway in the middle of an indoor – or, I mean, excuse me, in the middle of an outdoor go-kart racing track. <laughs> Uh, I broke in a pro wrestling in a wrestling ring that was like right in the middle. It was all off the side of the freeway in between Amarillo and Canyon because I went and played college ball for West Texas A&M, which is in Canyon, Texas. So yeah, side of a road probably, in the middle of a go kart. Was, was the weirdest way to start off. Yeah, yeah with go karts just going around you. Literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, hey man, I wanted to be a pro wrestler bad. They had a ring, so I said, yeah, sure, why not. I'll jump in. So, That's awesome, man. RD, yeah. want to thank you again uh, for your time, and for sure, after the uh, the big TNA show, we'll try to catch up with you again and see how things went. Um, stay tuned. We'll come back with some more Nerd Thug Wrestling. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. That's the man, the heavyweight champion, reality of wrestling. Ryan Davidson. Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Answer the call or get mauled. Is that I, what he said? I, I do like that. That's pretty good. Um, pretty good. Remember when we first interviewed him, and I was like, "Hey, what's your training regimen?" He was like, "I chugged motor oil." Yeah, and I was like, like, "All right, cool." It's like over the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the third time we've interviewed him. We interviewed him uh, at Summer Champions Two, and then and we caught him backstage that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, long time friend of the show, big supporter. Uh, so it was good, um, good having him on. But before we jump into some uh, some more WWE news in this segment, Corey DLG, why don't you talk about our friends over at The Adventure Begins, comics and more. That's right. The Adventure Begins on 1488, comics, games, and more. You can go there and hang out. They have a nice, well-lit, family-friendly environment. Uh, they got all kinds of stuff going on. Obviously, they're a comic book shop first and foremost. They are where nerds can go hang out and relax. They also have uh, board games and all kinds of great stuff going on with that. And then beyond that, they're also... They have uh, you know, role-playing and tabletop gaming. I like to role-play. They have anime. They've got all kinds of things. Um, it's it's a really great place to go. They are still doing the 10% discount on the boxes. That's Time is running out on that, though. The clock is almost time to midnight. Time is not on your side. Are you going to say it? Or are you no, say it? it ain't. Are you going to say that you're going to go get up there and open your boxes? Are you did? Oh, you did? No. I didn't think so. I every make, I, week. Didn't, I didn't make it up this week. Every week. Uh, every week I, I plan on making it up there, and then someone calls me and then asks me to do something else because I'm really famous, and I don't get a chance to go to that side of town. I don't understand. You're famous, so you do people favors? No, yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, hey, dude, like, I know how famous you are. Like, that radio stuff. Can you like, come make an appearance <laughs> in my softball game? <laughs> hey, man, can you like uh, come to my little brother's like dance I, and like DJ it? Hey, what? can you come sign autographs at the uh, oh, Lions okay. Club? Okay, all right. This is this is like not every accurate. week. The Lions Club, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're gonna move on. <laughs> uh, they got trivia night. They've got cosplay crafting. Uh, they just started their D and D Adventurers League on Sundays. It's it's it, there's a lot going on, and it's a fun place to go. Uh, what you need to do is get out there on 1488. Uh, put your nerd goggles on and get your nerd on where the adventure begins. Let's get back to this wrestling thing, this wrestling. 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 I can't wait till a wrestling hero quits come out. That might bring me back to the game. 
Um, we'll yes, see. Yes, it will. We'll see. Um, so we talked a little bit about the the wild card. Pretty dumb. Um, let's get a little bit more into uh, some other stuff that's happened. Uh, so Daniel Bryan has been away from wrestling since WrestleMania. Injured. Uh, they said injury. You don't think uh, so? I don't know. Probably. Who knows? Well, you always uh, you always act like you know. I'm he, asking. Yeah, uh, he made his return uh, this past Monday in a WrestleMania rematch. Uh, uh, the the World Heavyweight Champion is defended on SmackDown. Got his rematch <laughs> on, on Raw, Raw and lost. Yeah. Um, and then shows up the next night on SmackDown, and him and Eric Rowan are now tag team champions. I hate this whole bit. First of all, I've never seen them just give someone the belt. They, never seen it. They did. They gave him the belt. Um, they fought the Usos, right? They did wind up fighting the Usos, who showed up from Raw. Who are Raw superstars. To Here's the thing that was really dumb about all of that. Um, first of all, the Superstar Shakeup was two weeks ago. Yep. So AJ Styles was SmackDown's like flagship yep. person, goes to Raw, yep. and then two weeks later comes to SmackDown and is in the title match. Yep. What? Makes sense, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it makes total sense. So Daniel Bryan's tag team champion. Yeah, and I, again, Shane McMahon just gives them the belts. Yeah, Shane McMahon. I, I kind of they're turning. He's him in. on like a double feud right now. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, I don't understand that either. What's this leading to? Is it going to be the Miz and Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Elias at some point? Tag match, Money in the Bank. Just do it. Is it but, happening? For real? Is that, is that, uh, no, is that real? probably. Oh, um, maybe. Um, but isn't so? I'm confused. Shane McMahon is he SmackDown or is he Raw? I is, mean, he owns Miz the is company. Raw. Miz is well, no, his daddy owns a company. He owns a company. He doesn't. He's part of the ownership. Having a, having shares board. doesn't make you an owner. He's part owner. Um, well, the man's not owner either. He's the CEO. Well, that's well. No, he's also the majority. Listen, if you're the majority share owner, of he's something, not a majority share. I think he sold like almost tons off. I don't think he's a majority anymore. I doubt he sold off the majority. That seems unlikely. I know he did. I know you're right that he sold some off. I doubt he sold enough to lose majority control because then somebody would step in and go, "Hey, Vince, quit screwing you're up. You're gone. Triple H is in. Right. Uh, if, so, if there was someone else who had enough votes to do that, they would. I do they think that. Would. Yeah, so he showed up on both shows because why not? And, and he has a feud with a star on each show. Because why not? So here's one thing I have a problem with. Um, they have a ton of wrestlers under contract, and yep. they're focusing on the same nine people. Yep. And Shane McMahon has a feud with two of them. Yes. <laughs> First of all, Shane McMahon's not a wrestler. Second of all, I don't want to watch Shane McMahon matches. I th- Third of all, wh- why is he feuding with two stars on two different shows? I feel like the Shane McMahon Miz thing is over with. It's clearly it, not. I know, but I'm saying like, <laughs> at WrestleMania, even yeah. though Shane won. Yes, uh, the Miz took the best of him. Yeah, absolutely. And, he suplexed him off of a yeah. uh, camera tower. Roll credit scene. Okay, but, done here. But I like what they're doing with help him and Elias to help. It kind of helps elevate Elias a little bit. It does. It does. Um, and it Elias keeps Roman Reigns uh, distracted and not just thrust into the title picture. No, I, I, I agree like with that. that. So let's just get rid of the Shane, the, 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 Shane the Miz, the Miz Shane thing, and let's just focus on the Shane Roman Elias thing. But let's get let's get Shane out of it. Well, I mean, he's he's the the, the face of okay. Smackdown. He can he can do he can do some mic work. But, yeah, but yeah, why is no, he? Yeah, no. Exactly. Why is he fighting people? Why is he like? I mean, I, listen. Am I really supposed to believe Shane McMahon can beat up a guy like Roman Reigns? No, but I would like to see Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Elias like a handicap match. That'd be okay. I could say that. I could take that. Yeah. That makes more sense than just. My prob- Shane versus him. My problem with that is then you're giving, um, hypothetically, and I don't know if they are or not. They should just start but, a new corporation. Well, my problem is, is Shane Shane then is getting like a performer's check for money in the bank when that's one less wrestler who can get one for but that event. But he's been doing it for a while and it's not going away. So it's like, 
When you but that's have, my problem. Go away. When you've, get got, away. when you've got stuff that just won't go away and it's inevitably going to happen, make the best of it, right? That's like your life. Just make the best <laughs> of it, right? When you're married, look, it's not going away, so might as well have fun and make the best of it. That's same not thing, my life. Is same, that your that, life? Is same that, thing that, with Shane McMahon. <laughs> I digress. Same thing. Like He's going to be there regardless. So, so if there's a ladder involved in a pay-per-view that he can Shane climb McMahon's and jump off of, yeah. he's going to be there. Yeah, I agree so, with that. Okay, let's figure out a way to make it work. You don't need him to to be with the Miz as well. Like that's over with. That's done. Yeah, I didn't understand that because you're right. It did end at WrestleMania, but no. now they're going to do a cage match at Money in the Bank. It's almost like WrestleMania. The rule used to be WrestleMania is the end of the quote unquote year. Yeah, and like it was like a reset post WrestleMania. Yeah, they have moved away from that now. Right, and they are carrying things through WrestleMania. Here's the problem with that: if you do that. WrestleMania is no longer the big event. No longer the big spectacle. Right. Because part of WrestleMania is like, man, I've been waiting six months for these two to do this thing. Do Let's this. do it. Do this thing. Now, and now Becky Two Belts does some good stuff. Do you, do you think? Do you think defending both titles yeah, I like in one night? Yeah, like that's kind of cool. It is cool. That's very cool. Um, now, okay, I, I miss SmackDown. I just watched the highlights. So Charlotte wasn't on SmackDown at all. Not that I recall, no. Yeah, not Eight at all. Eight-time women's champion. The best female wrestler in the world. Wrestling in two weeks on Money in the Bank. staple of wrestling in the female world of WWE. Not even utilized on a show. Not at all. I don't know if she was even in town. I don't know what that was. I have, I have no clue what's going on. Oh, I thought you knew. I thought you were saying something there. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, no, I don't know what's going on. Because Finn Balor is on SmackDown, right? Yeah, but he wasn't on the show either. Well, because they're he, doing this European tour. So I was just thinking oh, to myself. Oh, is she in Europe? They're just left on this European tour because they wrestled what would have been yesterday morning, but then the night in Ireland. They kicked it off in Ireland. Yeah, Finn Balor uh, recorded he, a promo that they aired like cell phone. So he was off. in there. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe they did this wild card thing so the Raw people could go to Europe. But no, nah, that doesn't make sense because Finn Balor's on SmackDown. Well, maybe they took the whole middle segment of the roster, sent them to Europe. Maybe. And maybe that's what I happened. hate to say Finn Balor's part of the middle segment, but he is. I, maybe that's what happened. Maybe yeah. that's what they did. Yeah. And they used these top nine guys on both shows. But even if that's the case, it's still stupid. Yeah. It's still stupid. So back to Becky Two Belts. Go on. Um, she just recently did an interview where she uh, called out uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks. Banks. So Sasha, you know, everyone, she hasn't been happy with what's going on since WrestleMania. Hasn't appeared on television. Not at the European tour. I'm going to say this. I completely agree with her point, though. I, From what I've read, she's upset that they gave them the tag titles to immediately take them off. They didn't immediately take them off. They had a title defense. They had one her, her title problem, defense. Her problem was that, which it's kind of, I mean, I, I do get her point, um, that they're dumbing down the, ooh, the tag titles because um, they have been doing kind of a comic routine with, with the Iconics. Yes. Um, well, but the, the Iconics are also stepping up their nasty a little bit, too. Yeah, that's pretty good. But, uh, so she hasn't wrestled, and so Becky was basically calling her out and like, hey, yo, like you used to be on top, uh, but now you're not. But right. we had some great matches. Like, I'll wrestle you again, but I don't think you can hack it anymore. Right. <laughs> Straight up, I don't think you can hack it anymore. No, and, and, and listen, that's... Becky Lynch is on a whole new level She right really now. is. Like, they were close. So whether she is just buying into this this character and just she should. rolling with it or, she absolutely or being should. accurate, like she is on top of her game. She should buy into it. She is she is owning the women's division in a way that Charlotte Flair never did. Never. There was never a moment where Charlotte Flair was this dominant over the whole, like taking so much camera time away from the boys, yeah. making the women's division so important. Still in front of us. There was there was never a time when that happened. No, the man character is is great. 
so is the Becky Two Belt stuff. Like I, I don't know. I like. I love the fact that she's going to be defending. And it looks like she's kind of running her own promo. Like it looks like she's not scripted anymore. Which I think better. they let her off the chain when she's scripted. Like I don't think it's as good as when she's just her. Right. No, I agree with that. I do. I. But like when she she gets in the ring now and she kind of plays with the crowd, which. You know, I think those are the best moments when you can when the when they can kind of play with the crowd and get involved there. Um, but I just I feel like there's a there's something missing there with the rest of the women's lineup. Like the money in the bank match is kind of overwhelming or underwhelming. Like I'm not excited about Who's on it from the SmackDown side? I know they announced it, but I don't remember. Oh god. Uh I know it's like Mandy Rose. Like her. They broke up they well, they didn't break them up. They're still doing tag fights, and as a matter of fact, Paige is like talking smack to them constantly. Yeah. Um, but they, it's Mandy Rose and I honestly, I don't Is even it Carmella. Yes. Carmella and Naomi and, uh, and then, and then uh, Ember Moon. And then it's, uh, Natalia, Dana Brooke and, yeah. and Alexa Bliss Alexa and, Bliss. Uh, yeah, and one it. other one. No, yeah, there's, there's eight. Uh, Alexa Bliss is the most exciting one in it because she's the most accomplished. I mean, and Natalia Hart's. Had a run, know. but Carmella's just Car- well. You're right. Close. You're right. I forget about that. Carmella she didn't win the Money in the Bank, but they've kind of backseated Carmella a little bit here lately. Yeah, she's they, sort she, of been like her run. Her run was kind of over for a minute. And you know what? Here, okay. Here's what they did great with Carmella. Let's. Oh man, we got to jump out to a break. All right, when we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you the one thing they've done right with someone like Carmella, who's been a B player, moved up and moved back down, and then maybe we'll get into some of this all eat wrestling stuff. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Yeah. I am the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Uh, you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. So uh, before we get jumping off here, let's talk about uh, my friend the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Uh, so with the leader of martial arts and ATA in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia, they've got all kinds of programs, whether you're three up to 103. Listen, if you're looking to jumpstart your fitness career, this is a great safe environment to do it and also to learn a little bit of self-defense in the process. That's uh, right. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio when you go see them at either location, they will give you two free weeks of training. Go in, mention Nerd Thug Radio, try it out for two weeks. You're going to fall in love. You're going to want to sign up. Next thing you know, you'll be on the road to becoming a black belt leader. And state champion. And state champion. They just released the list of state champions. I mean, there's like 20 people on that list. There's one that I recognize. What Her name's name Sadie Savage. Uh, uh, Sadie she Sadie might be yeah. number, the, number one in the world at something. I don't know. She might be. Oh, really? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm number one in the world. But here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. All right, so before we uh, jumped out to the last one, we, were, we mentioned Carmella. So here's something I think they've done really well with a character like her. Uh, she won Money in the Bank. They did this nice, cool little program with uh, James Ellsworth. 
uh, kind of thrust. I'm going to disagree that it was a cool program. It was a great program. (laughs) Thrust her into the you know to the spotlight. Yes, she became champion. She was champion. She beat Carmella. I mean, she beat Charlotte. She beat some people. They did really well with her. She had her run, Uh, and she actually defended and 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 did well in matches. She actually was good. She looked good, and then uh, she lost her her belt. Uh, I think she had a rematch. Lost it again, or didn't didn't get the the rematch. Um, and so instead of just like you know pushing her to the curb or trying to force feed her more, right? They took you know they went to the next step, but they took her and they put her in this. Uh, this they found thing. something else for they her. They found do. something for her to do, and I think she's just honestly I think she's very talented as an entertainer. Um, she they partnered up with r Truth. They did the whole mix match thing. They won it, um, but that was a good. Uh, I don't know what accent that was. That was a good thing. Yes, very <laughs> um, nice. They had the whole dance break things that the fans just like fell in love with. And the next thing you know, she's become a hot ticket, uh, entertainment-wise. Right. Um, and now I'm running the bank's back. And, and she's so ready for another push. Here she might be coming ready for another push. Right. Um, and with the, you know, with the SmackDown roster, um, you know, even if Becky Two Belts keeps the belt, uh, you got a lot of women that are are uh, tied up in some tag stuff, and so she could be the next like singles one to come back. And and you know, I haven't really seen a program with her and Becky Lynch, so that could be cool. Uh, but they they got that stuff kind of right. Yes, no, they did. She, her, and our truth really found a good little comedic beat to do together, where they it worked. They they found a little simpatico there. Our truth like came out of nowhere again, right? There was yeah. a, he was buried. He was buried on that roster. Um, but the reality is, I think that that should be the blueprint for a lot of these people. But they don't do that every time. They no. don't find another spot for a lot of the people when um when Bray Wyatt. And Matt Hardy, when Matt Hardy got hurt and went away, instead of finding something else for Bray Wyatt to do... They sent him away and repackaged him. Right. They just shelved him completely. And I don't know that that's the right play. Now, these promos that he's cutting are amazing. I love them. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm all about it. They're pretty good. Um, And we'll see what's going to happen with more of that in the future. Do you think they're kind of like... Do you think when he winds up coming back, it's going to be very similar to Bray Wyatt? Or yes. do you think they're doing something... It's going to be similar, but not congruent. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, let's jump in. We haven't talked much about All Elite Wrestling. Uh, we, we've mentioned it a lot as far as like we're excited about it, and Cody Rhodes is the greatest thing that's happened to wrestling in a long time. <laughs> um, but like we really haven't gotten into this double or nothing card. No, we haven't. Um, so what we're going to do right now, we you know, we got time in this last segment. I'm going to go through the card real quick. Uh, you give me your take. Uh, and if you need any help with knowing some of the people are, you just ask me, okay? Sound You're good? cute. You're real cute. Yeah, I know I am. Look at me. <laughs> Most electrified man in Conroe Radio. Oh. Radio. Ooh, don't, don't do that. So Hangman Page is okay. taking on Pac. Um, formerly Neville. Formerly Neville. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about these two guys? What do you expect out of this match? Um... Is are they doing? Is Hangman Page still have that belt that he that he he when he when he did the TV stuff where they announced it at the press conference? I don't think so. Okay, because they're they're all new stuff now. Okay, so like they're starting. These guys are like starting fresh. Is that? Yeah. Um, I do think that. I think Neville kind of never got his shot necessarily at WWE. No, he was a ruthless NXT champion, and then they kind of just delegated him to Two Hundred Five Live. Well, he broke his leg like twice, I think. Uh, on the main roster. Uh, he had some injuries. I don't know if it was a leg, but yeah, he did have some injuries. Yeah, and so I think they were just kind of like, when 205 was starting up, he is a smaller dude, and so I think that kind of fit him. Uh, I think he's ready to explode, though. Oh, man, yeah. I, I think... These are two very young, athletic stars that could be primed to be 
the heavyweight champion runs when all elite wrestling starts doing the yeah when stuff. they start doing programming and stuff these the uh, Pac is definitely one of those people I I, I would put Hangman him. Page like I don't like the Pac name though I li- think he yeah, needs to find a better name listening I'm not to about Chris Jericho talk about Hangman Page and what he's capable of um, at his size is incredible so like he is he he's one of those guys that not the mainstream doesn't know about, but they will know about very soon. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I do agree with that. So um, there is going to be a AAA World Tag Team Championship match on the line here. Uh, AAA, you know, you know that's the... That's the Mexico Largest Mexican wrestling, Mexican wrestling promotion that there is. That's the one that Kana, uh, Conan oh, and... Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's the, the Lucha Brothers, uh, which is Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, which are probably... The hottest two Mexican wrestlers in the world right now. I think you're right about that. In the world. They are taking on the Young Bucks, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson. This match right here is going to be filled with so many spots. Yeah, I was just thinking that. They're going to do so much stuff. It's going to be entertaining at the max. So the Young Bucks are in a kind of unique position. Them and Cody Rhodes. This is sort of their baby, right? Without yep. those three people, it does it 100% does not happen. Correct. So, that being said, they're sort of in a position where they need to go, I mean, all out. They got to go all they got to go all in on this and they've got to they've got to perform at an incredible level plus they can afford to lose. So, just to put it into perspective, just recently uh these two teams squared off uh in AAA and it had the largest amount of people that watched it in the history of AAA because of their match. That's uh, impressive. So this could be nothing. This is gonna be nothing but but this big. is gonna be huge. Uh, um, so we got Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho round two. Who won round one? <sighs> you know what? I can't remember. I'm gonna say I think it was Kenny Omega. Then then Chris Jericho wins. Uh, Chris Jericho. They, they set up. They set up a third one to be the first all elite. Big Chris event. Jericho is on my Mount Rushmore of you, wrestlers. It was unexpected, um, but you did put him there. Kenny Omega is probably in the last. Five years been the hottest wrestler that didn't wrestle in the WWE. Yeah, a lot of people um, have said that. And so, I mean, this match, and there, there's not much more to say about this, but then it's just going to be completely awesome. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. They did a great job last time. I think the problem is, though, this is going to be a very loaded card. So I'm curious to see... Where it's put at? Well, well that and also if, if every match is going to be really great, how do you... Like, if you see 10 great matches... Some of them are going to fall down the ladder just because, oh, well, the other ones were better. True. You know what I mean? Like, like let's say every match is the best match you've ever seen. By the end of the night, you've seen 10 amazing matches. You're going to forget a couple. Are you, though? Uh, Maybe people, not. People tend to. Um, Cody Rhodes will be fighting his brother, Dusty Dustin Rhodes, <laughs> a.k.a. Goldust. Really? Yeah, they're taking on each other in this match. Um, I thought it was going to be a tag. No, no, they're facing each other. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> Cody um, Rhodes loses. Dusty Rhodes retires. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, or he chases him for a year. If Cody Rhodes wins, Dusty, the first promo is brother versus brother, and that's the thing they build on at All Elite is the Young maybe Bucks. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a match between SoCal Uncensored that is uh, Scorpio Sky, uh, Frankie Kazarian, and Chris Daniels. They're like a. They're all from Southern California. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with like any of them. SCU. They're just they're. They've been around, but because they're all from Southern California, they just kind of started bonding in Ring of Honor a year or so ago. Okay. So they, they're, this, they're a three-man team, and they're taking on, like, these three people from uh, AAA of Mexico. Um, it, it'll just be a, it'll be a spot match. with Now people know who these people are. It's probably going to be the opener, I would think, uh, to get things kicked off. And it'll be no, you, you open big. No, nah, they're not going to big. They'll open with this. They'll either open with this, or they're going to open with the uh, Casino Battle Royale. 
Oh, yeah, that'll be if you got a battle royal, that's the opener. So, okay, before we get to the battle royale, uh, I'm really excited to see the female matches. It's, it's Britt Baker versus homegrown Kylie Ray from Reality of Wrestling. That's so cool, man. Um, and then that is chick so Nyla cool. Rose, who's just a monster. Um, these are probably three of the hottest female wrestlers not signed to WWE. Okay, um, fair enough. And they're going to be in this match. Uh, it's it's going to be intense. Britt Baker and Kylie Ray have fought each other all over the country, so they have great chemistry. Now they're going to throw in this mammoth of a woman uh, <laughs> with them, so it's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting. So this this battle royale, okay? Okay. Uh, they're doing something different. Oh, they're going to start with five people in the ring instead of just two. It's going to start with five, right? Okay. And every three minutes. Uh, they're going to add five more people. Oh. Uh, whoever drew number 21 is going to get to go last. instead of By themselves. Yeah, by themselves. That's going to be a big deal because if five people are running the ring at the same time, I I walk in last. I, I right. let I like, I let someone trip me. It's a battle royal, but we're not going to have one one and one. It's going to be five at once, and then five come down. It'll be five at all times coming in, um, except for the one person who goes last. It's, an interesting, it's right. an interesting idea. It's, it's a, a good, good take it's a good, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so it is a good take. I'm interested to see how that uh, is going to play out. It's going to be fun. Um, that's going to wrap it up, man. Nerd Thug Wrestling has uh, come to an end this week. Uh, we're going to be at Comic Palooza the rest of the weekend. Yes, uh, we are. Um, if you're listening to us on the radio now or you're checking the podcast that had dropped at 6.01 p.m. today, mm-hmm. uh, come see us uh, Saturday and Sunday at Comic Palooza. Sunday, we were hosting a uh, wrestling panel. At 5 o'clock, you can check the Facebook page uh, for the, uh, the the actual time and the room number we're going to be in. It was super successful last year, so this year should be uh, no different, I would think, yeah? No, I think it's, I mean, if there's not more people, then I'm going to go get other people to yeah. come in. Um, go ahead and talk to a little bit about the Patreon. We got time. That's right. Go to the patreon.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, what we're doing there is we're, you know, we're just trying to raise more money. We want to take Nerd Thug uh, Radio and sports and wrestling to the next level. That involves building a marketing budget. You know, we've been... We're like a garage band. I always actually I always compare us to a band that we you know we own this ourselves. We take great pride that we this is our show, our baby, uh, and this helps us kind of elevate everything to the next level. There's different tier packages to get. Uh, there's conversations with us. There's a newsletter. Uh, most importantly, there's a T-shirt of the month club you can sign up for. We'll take care of everything, including the shipping if you sign up for that. Uh, and so at thirty dollars, you'll get a custom Nerd Thug shirt every month. Those are going to be unique just to the club. The only way you'll get them is on the club. Uh, it's nerd. It's patreon.com backslash nerd thug radio. And, uh, yeah, everybody needs to check that out. Check it out. And for the captain, Joey Savage, the talent, Corey DLG, we are nerd thug wrestling. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel.